Welcome to Cruising It. This is a podcast where we watch and discuss all of Tom Cruise's films in chronological order. Although this this special bonus episode we're doing unfortunately does not feature Tom Cruise because today we're talking about the Oscars. Uh, I'm your host, Donovan Bruce, and with me as always is Andrew Mount. Oscars! And Mason Kuzmich. Uh, yes, the Oscars. <laughs> I couldn't think of an Oscars quote. <laughs> you could, um, You could sing the music. I don't know the music. They change the music every year. That's true. Like no set music. <laughs> uh, I found that out when we did our Cruises episode. I was trying to find the Oscars theme, and I'm like, there isn't one. So that was fun. Um, anyways, uh, so I think we're all, some of us more than others, gearing up for Oscars uh, on Sunday, um, trying to catch up and watch movies. How y'all? Uh, how y'all doing so far watching all the Oscar movies? Uh, pretty good with all the ones that I give a shit about. Fair uh, enough. Well. I'm not like trying consciously to watch every single Oscar movie. Uh, I think that my interests overlap like 80% with Oscar type movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a lot of stuff like Ford v Ferrari that I like, I'm not, I don't really care about. Um, but like I watch the Irishman, even though I'm normally not into it because mm-hmm. it'll be an Oscar contender. Uh, I got to watch the two popes. That yep. sounds pretty dope. Two Pope's actually pretty solid. And then yeah, we're going to go see all the shorts next week. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Other than that, I think I'm pretty much done. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't follow this nearly as closely as uh, as y'all do, but uh, I've... I've well, why are you here then? Oh, well, I'll, I can <laughs> okay, leave. Bye. All right, cool. Uh, anyway, I've I've watched all the Best Picture nominations except for Little Women and Jojo Rabbit so far. All right. Mean to see those before the Oscars actually happen, but... Yeah. Well, I have seen all the Best Pictures, so I got those out of the way. I am actively trying to see as many movies as physically possible. I have a whole little list about where I can watch them and all that stuff, so I'm um, doing pretty good. There, there's some movies I'm just not going to make it to, because there's stuff like, if I really wanted to watch Maleficent Mistress of Evil for the one makeup category that they got, I probably could, but, you know, I'm not going to go out of my way to... Are you going to watch Klaus? Uh, I probably will watch Klaus because I do want to watch all the animated features and I've seen three out of five so far and the other two are both on streaming platforms. I still need to watch Klaus and Missing Link. Um, seen Toy Story 4 and Hidden Dragon, or uh, yeah, the How to Train Your Dragon and uh, I Lost My Body, which if you haven't seen I Lost My Body, it's on Netflix and highly recommend that one. It's, it's not, it's not gonna, yeah, it's not going to win, but uh, I have a feeling it's probably going to end up being my favorite in the category. So, um <coughs> So, yeah, I figured with this, we'll just go over, like, you know, some of the bigger categories and, you know, talk about what our favorites were, who we actually think is going to win, because that's probably not going to line up. Sure. So if, sure. I know for me, it's not on almost any category. And then, uh, you know, if there's any people we think deserve that nomination who didn't get one. Caveat to that, if you, if you, if you say someone who should have gotten the nomination, you got to come up with who you think didn't deserve the nomination over them. All right. Yeah, you know, we can't just you can't just throw ten directors in there. You got to pick. You got to pick five. So you know, I can throw as many directors in there as I want. How dare you? It's a free country. Yeah, there's a reason it's called the Masons. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, anyway, the figure taking we'll over give, these awards. We just give people big slabs <laughs> of stone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I like it. So let's I figure we can go ahead and start with uh, the the writing categories. Get those out of the way. I feel like we'll probably have less to talk about with those. Um, at least I do personally. But uh, the original screenplay or nominees are uh, *Knives Out*, *Marriage Story*, *1917*, *Once Upon a Time in Hollywood*, and *Parasite*. *Parasite*. <laughs> I feel like we're gonna hear Mason say the word *Parasite*. A I'm gonna lot. say *Parasite* a lot. I love that movie. Yeah. Um. You know what? I think uh, *Marriage Story* probably deserves some uh some 
credit on that too although it's a very dialogue heavy movie it is so. um I, I i do have to say like i'm i'm still not sure how i feel about that i watched that one just this morning and honestly it was excruciating not not because it was bad but excruciating just because and because it, it i mean it's a rough watch yeah it's, it's it's very well made i, I don't know if i'll ever watch it again because i did not enjoy <laughs> that but it, it is very well done i'll see i'll probably watch that again i, I just love acting like just like dialogue heavy, just acting heavy movies. And I don't know that scene, um, not to give anything away. There's a, a big fight scene between the, mm-hmm. the, you know, the two characters going through a divorce or whatever. Black Widow and Kylo Ren. Yes. Black Widow and Kylo Ren have a huge, uh, huge fight scene with, uh, with some, some breakdown. I think that's probably a contender for best scene of the year for me. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. It was I, a great scene. I thought Adam driver, especially in that scene was phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, I'm, 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 you know, I'm, I'm trending up on Adam Driver. I didn't like him at first, but you know, I think this year it's really kind of. Yeah, and ScarJo did uh, did a great job in the movie as well. Yeah, and usually yeah. not a huge fan of Scarlett Johansson, but she did good in both both movies I saw of her this year. She did did yeah. very well. So, uh, but yeah, so so we got Mason's pick for who he wants to win. Who do you think is going to win? Parasites. You're not good at this. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I listen. Like I said, I don't follow this nearly as closely as y'all do. I when when we get together for our little Oscar watching thing every year, my goal is to just maybe <laughs> maybe beat one person. Just because not be last in your I, predictions. Yeah, I really don't know how these categories work, and honestly, my predictions more or less go along with who I would want to win. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, so yeah, you got uh, who you, who you think's gonna win versus who you want to win. Uh, yeah, so I want Marriage Story to win. Um, I would kick 1917 out of this category and put The Farewell in there because The Farewell deserves some goddamn nominations. Yeah, and it was a really well written movie. And 1917 was awesome. But when I think about like the things that are super awesome about that movie, I, I feel like n- none of them are like the script. Like mm. I wouldn't read the yeah. script of that movie and be like, whoa, fucking mind blown. Yeah, uh, but the rest of these I think are really good. Um, Marriage Story is probably my prediction and my desire. Um, although I wouldn't be mad at a little Knives Out because it's a little bit, you know, I like movies that have a little bit of a populist appeal to them. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that Knives Out is like a fun movie that lots of people like, and it was you know excessively well written. Yeah, yeah, I would I would probably agree with um, pulling nineteen seventeen out. I could also, I would get behind maybe putting uh, putting us in for yeah, original. Okay. Uh, like I don't know, it's one of those things where the year seems so long, and us was so long ago that I kind of forget that it's in this year. But. Yeah, I mean, it came out in February, and I think that hurt it a lot. I, I, spoiler alert: we're going to be hearing more from us later in my snub thing uh-huh. for for some things. But uh, um, did you? Do, who do you think's going to win? Do you think Marriage Story is going to pull it out, or? I guess I don't know. I'm not really good at like following the buzz behind. Who I think will win. I I think probably Marriage Story because I think that a lot of people would be like, look, Noah Baumbach was great. Greta Gerwig was great. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of weird that they're not competing, you know. And, like, I don't think either of them got director, nope. right? Mm-mm. Or best pi- Marriage Story got best picture but not Little Women? They both got best picture. Oh, okay. But ne- um, neither of them are really. Neither of them for directing. Yeah. yeah. So I, I suspect that they may get this. I think this is one of those categories. I could be wrong, but I think screenplay is often a category that goes to someone who kind of like seems deserving, but is definitely not going to be in the best picture race. Mm. Okay. Um, um, yeah. I mean, I, I would be there for marriage story too. I was definitely really impressed with the writing. Even if it as a movie is not something that I would 
really go back to watch on my own. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is a, this is actually a pretty strong category <laughs> in my opinion. Um, I think 1917 is obviously the odd film in mm-hmm. there. Um, I could, I agree with you that um, the farewell, I think that's what you said, right? The farewell. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I, the farewell could, could have been put there instead. It was a good one. And um, like all of the good parts of that were in the writing. Yeah. I, I think, you, I think you could make a case for uncut gems of the Safety brothers. I think maybe that one, probably not yeah. over farewell. I think farewell was probably in my opinion, a better script. Um, so I never saw the farewell. What was that one about? Uh, it's about a, um, it's a, it's a Asian family and their, the grandmother is sick and mm. has a, uh, it, you know, it's a fatal diagnosis or whatever. And they decide not to tell the grandmother that she's dying. And um, oh. it basically follows Aquafina, who's the granddaughter. And she, yeah, she's, she's struggling she's like with Chinese Americans. So yeah. She doesn't really feel the whole, you know, cultural concept of you don't tell people if they have a fatal diagnosis. Okay. And so she's messed up. And what they do is they, they fake a wedding of one of the cousins so that they'll have an excuse to get the whole family together in China to kind of say goodbye to her. Okay. Without, so just her without really saying goodbye to her. But, yeah, and and gotcha. it's, it's basically Aquafina's struggle with that decision that the family made and, you know, that... Yeah, she, she should tell her and all that, but no, it's very very well done. Yeah, um, we'll hear more about that later and as well. One of the great me. things about that movie, <laughs> just to push it and pitch it even a little more, um, is I think that there's like a lot of lesser movies that would have, you know, really, uh, you know, just going into it at the beginning, I was like, oh, this is going to be all about her, you know struggling with this and like telling the grandmother and that being like kind of a triumphant moment. And the movie was just more. Um, it, it, as an American audience, we're very tempted to be like, oh, that's kind of fucked up not to tell somebody if they have a fatal diagnosis. Yeah. Um, but the movie actually does a lot of work to like make you feel like, I don't know, maybe that does make sense in a certain context, in a certain cultural context, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so uh, this one was tough for me to pick which one I want to win. Um because I like, with the exception of 1917, I think all four probably, I would be happy if any of those four won. Um, but probably Marriage Story for me. That one's just so dialogue heavy. And I mean, with if with dialogue heavy movie, if the script's bad, the movie's bad. And that movie was very good. So um, I think that's my pick to win. I think, though, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is going to win. I think that's the easy choice for the Academy to make. Okay. Tarantino is always in the running for his writing. It's a movie about Hollywood. Hollywood loves movies about Hollywood. Yeah. I just think that's another one where he often, I think, gets recognized in this category because it's acknowledged that he's done something really good, but he mm-hmm. doesn't really have a shot at, you know, best picture. Yeah, see, because because he he might have a shot at best director, probably not best picture, and even best director. I I think there's a couple people who are probably more favored than him, so I think they're going to give him the writing credit for this. Um, but like I said, you know, unless 1917 wins, I'm going to be happy with this category. And I don't think 1917, I think 1917 is kind of the, it was the fifth movie picked, I guess, if you want to put it like that. Um, but, and probably should not have beat out all three of the movies that we talked about us and the farewell and uncut gems. I think all those probably deserved it a little more, but, uh, anyways, uh, moving on to adapted screenplay, we got uh, The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, and The Two Popes. I'm gonna sorry, we're gonna keep going in order. We just go randomly. Oh, the, I was just gonna go. I was gonna do writing, and then I was gonna go into acting, and then okay. di- and then director, and then best picture. Okay, cool. Yeah. I was just wondering for future. Yeah, yeah future yeah. notes. So yeah, adapted screenplay. Um, 
So I've, I think I'm probably the only one who's seen all, all five of these movies because I believe you said you hadn't seen the, neither one of y'all have seen the two popes and you haven't seen Little Women. Right. Um, I think this one has to go to Little Women, and I think that's also going to be my pick. And my reasoning for that is it, they already snubbed Greta Gerwig with director. I feel like they're going to give her the the screenplay for this one. I don't know. I. I just can't see anything else winning on this one personally from what I've seen. Um, I could see that. And I mean, like, like I can't see Joker even having a chance. What, what is, what is, uh, I don't know. Um, I might be biased against Joker in that regard, but I, I don't necessarily see it winning. Um, I mean, the, I, I feel like the a lot of, I feel like the best thing about Joker was Joaquin Phoenix's performance. It wasn't yes. necessarily the words that he was saying. It was just yeah. the way I think he was true. acting. And, um, yeah, the t- the two popes had great dialogue as well. Um, that's also a very dialogue heavy movie. Basically, if you don't know what it's about, it's about you know uh, Pope Francis. How many pope popes Benedict. is it about? It's about two popes. Two popes. Yeah, uh, I thought maybe base? three. Uh, well, it's kind of three. One oh, dies. What? <laughs> Wait, does one really die? Spoilers. I mean, the the whole it, it the movie kind of starts with Pope uh, Benedict being elected to pope. That's a way to cook uh, so, eggs. So so obviously. Wait, I, sorry guys, is Pope Benedict dead? No. Okay. Uh, anyways. Oh, you mean John Paul? Yeah, John Paul. Okay. Yeah. Um, I got you. Yeah. Okay. That's they, why I was confused. They, they do, I thought Pope Benedict was specifically not dead. No, he's not dead. Okay. But, uh, they do show John Paul II okay. in like the first scene, but he's already dead. Gotcha. So uh, there is sort of three popes. But anyways, the, the whole thing is Pope Francis and Pope Benedict um, – before it's while Pope Benedict is Pope when Francis is still a Cardinal Archbishop and it's their mm. friendship that forms. And it's a lot of that is just them sitting around talking. So okay. very dialogue heavy. So I could see that one being kind of a dark horse winner. The Irishman probably the, the Irishman has, has a lot behind it for that because it is also mostly dialogue. Mm-hmm. What, what, what actions in that movie just kind of looks funny. Uh, but yeah, I think for me, at least for these categories, I'm just thinking, Thinking like if you just threw the script at me, mm-hmm. how much would I enjoy it? Mm-hmm. You know, if I didn't get to watch the movie. Sure. And I think for that, I just definitely I don't, I don't know about Two Popes because I haven't seen it yet. I just have to land on Little Women, which again is the one that I'd want and and the one that I'm going to predict. Yeah. It, well, uh, there's also the thing with Little Women is, I mean, it's literally a book, right? Yeah. Well, and I've, all, I've, script, I've but see, only heard good things about it. But see, on that's just a, like every level. And, yeah. That's the yeah. thing though with this adaptation is it's it's. It's faithful to the book while at the same time being extremely different in tone. Yeah, it improves it. It yeah. chops it up. It mixes things it's, around. It's not a romance. I mean, it is, but it's not as much as the book. The book was almost entirely, it was a romance novel, right. essentially. Yeah. And this one really more focuses on Joe and her finding her independence outside of romance Yeah, yeah. and all that. And I think that was done very, very well. And I, I would be pretty shocked if Greta Gerwig didn't win didn't win this category I think that one's kind of almost locked up I, I could see maybe two popes and Irishmen kind of being a dark horse for this one but I just I, yeah. I don't see him taking it over Greta Gerwig personally I can see Jojo Rabbit in this one too um, not because I thought Jojo Rabbit was great screenplay wise um, I'm kind of confused as to like a lot of the nominations that it got mm-hmm. um, but so my logic is there must be some reason that it's here and in best picture so whoever's voting on these may just go with Jojo Rabbit. Maybe they just love it for some reason that I can't see. Yeah. Um, so that's my Dark Horse pick. Yeah. Let's see here. Um, sorry, I'm scrolling. Uh, sound mixing? Uh, right, yeah. So what do you think? Right, so sound, sound mixing, mixing 1917. Got, oh, okay. <laughs> what about Ad Astra? 
No. Brad Astra, Sad Astra about his dad Astra. <laughs> and Astra. You know what? You know what? You've won me over. All right. I, there I'm we on go. Andrew's side here. Mix those sounds, bitches. <laughs> Anyways, actress in a supporting role. We've got Kathy Bates for her role in Richard Jewell, Laura Dern from Marriage Story, Scarlett Johansson from JoJo Rabbit, Florence Pugh from Little Women, and Margot Robbie from Bombshell. Laura Dern, fuck off, everybody else. You uh, know what? I think Laura Dern is going to win. She's not my pick. Um, I pers- of these of these five, I think Florence Pugh. I've, I enjoyed her performance more than Laura Dern's personally, um, but I'm pretty sure. I think this one, from what I've looked at, like odds and stuff like that, this one's already pretty much locked up. Like it's probably going to be Laura Dern. Yeah, it'd be it'd be pretty shocking if it was anybody else. Um, the unfortunate thing here for me is that the only person I've seen in this category is Laura Dern. Laura Dern. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what did you think of Kathy Bates and Richard Jewell, Mason? Oh, uh, they were they were great. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. she was great. Mm-hmm. But the problem Good. she is, is a woman. You got that right. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, big problem I have okay. with is that she's not playing a mm-hmm. v- very very convincing divorce attorney for for Black Widow and Kylo Ren, who I had no idea were canonically married. Yeah, yeah, definitely in Richard Jewell the movie. Yeah, in Richard Jewell the movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, um, Laura Dern was a fucking treasure in general. In general. Uh, but also in this movie, I thought she was really good. And when you, I feel like when you compare it to the other, like all well, your characters, that she still kind of you know stands out, stands out and brought something to her performance that was mm-hmm. a little extra compared to mm-hmm. yeah. Now the Alan Alda and Ray Liotta. Yeah, I yeah. haven't seen Richard Joel. Probably won't see it because it's still in theaters. I don't really feel like ten bucks spending ten bucks to go watch that movie um, just to see Kathy Bates' performance. It's Kathy Bates. I'm sure she did great. Kathy Bates is a good actress. But uh, uh, the one. Outside of that one, the one that I don't think really belongs here is Margot Robbie. I think I might be the only one have seen Bombshell. I don't yeah, think y'all I, I caught up with that it. one. Um, I thought she was probably the weakest actress in. Uh, like Margot Robbie's great, but honestly, I think she was probably better in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and that was a very very small role in that one. So probably also not yeah. shouldn't have gotten nominated for Best Supporting Actress for that one. But yeah, that's uh, she her and Kathy Bates are probably the. The two that I might I might kick out. Um, I think um, as far as snubs go here, um, uh, Xiao Zhen, who played uh, the grandmother in Farewell, I yeah. think she definitely okay. um, should have gotten a nomination for this one. Um, and that's the only one I'm thinking of right now. So you know what? Let's go. Ahead, let's let's kick out Margot Robbie and throw in throw in Xiao Zhen because I can't really think of anyone else right now who might. But not off the top of my head, anyways. Uh, any any actresses? You've seen over the years, uh, over the over, over the, the years? over the years, yeah, over the years. Uh, okay, so I said I what go I said. Way back. <laughs> yeah, I, over 2019, who you think may have deserved a supporting actress? Not. I mean, it's hard to say. I want to bring in someone from Parasite, but uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I'm also bad with actor and actress names, so. Yeah, see, I'm, not, I, I'm not a ton of help here. I don't know um, if there is anyone in Parasite who I, any of the actresses in Parasite who I would put, yeah, up, the, put over. The dad like, in Parasite is probably the person that I would say yeah. most deserved a nomination. Yeah, no, I, I would agree there. Um, I do think that, I, th- I think that everyone in that movie was great and I love that movie. That's really all I'm getting at here. Okay. Yeah. There we go. Uh, anyway, Parasite should win all the all the awards. That's that's my oh, my thought. Wow, that was really different from what you just said a second ago. But yeah, okay. I know. <laughs> uh, how about you, Andrew? Anyone? 
Anyone uh, you think should have made it in? I don't need to change anything. Laura Dern's there, and she's going to win, and she deserves <laughs> to win. So everything else can stay the same, because who cares? You know Laura, Laura Dern you know was what? very good. I really, uh, yeah. That changed my mind. We're going to kick out Kathy Bates and Richard Joel. We're going to replace her with Laura Dern in Little <laughs> oh Women. Oh, my God. She was barely Boom. in Little Women. Boom. <laughs> Yeah, but she had that scene where she's like, that's my secret, Captain. I'm always angry. What? <laughs> no, yeah, I, 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 I remember that. Movies. She basically had that scene. Not those words, but, well, you yeah. know. Okay. Hers was more like, I have been trying for 40 years to train my patience <laughs> and blah, blah, blah. Make you feel good with life lessons, blah, blah, blah. Marmy's a beautiful character. I love that movie. Uh, okay, well, let's go ahead and move on to Best Supporting Actor. Uh, we mm-hmm. have Tom Hanks as Fred Rogers in A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, Anthony Hopkins in The Two Popes, Al Pacino in The Irishman, Joe, Pes- Joe Pesci also from The Irishman, and Brad Pitt from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And uh, just like Laura Dern for Supporting Actress, I think maybe even more so, I'm pretty sure this one's locked up. Yeah, it's, it's probably Brad Pitt. It's Brad Pitt, because he's very huge favorite to win this, and he's also my pick. Brad Pitt almost seemed like the uh, the main actor in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, uh, at least at least when I watched it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I know that Leo did a lot in that too, but a lot of the action seemed to revolve around Brad. Yeah. Um, but also here, I do want to shout out. Uh, I, I think Al Pacino was a fantastic Jimmy Hoffa. I, I if if I had to pick someone from The Irishman, I would put him above Joe Pesci. No offense to Joe Pesci there, but yeah, see, I'm on the opposite side of the spectrum. I think of the three three actor big actors in there. I think Al Pacino, for me personally, was the weakest of the three. Right. Um, I thought they all did good. I mean, it's Joe Pesci, Al Pacino, Robert De Niro in a Scorsese film. Yeah, no, it's that's good. true. It's going to be good. So, you know, at least to an extent. So, um, but yeah. Uh, boys, I'm full of hot takes. I think this is a garbage category. Uh-huh. Uh, I'll be glad if Brad Pitt wins. That's fine. I'm going to kick out Tom Hanks okay, for a beautiful okay. day in the neighborhood um, for something which I think was like a good and a good way to approach that performance, but I think not like best performance of the year worthy. Mm-hmm. I'm going to replace him with Eric Bogosian. Uh-huh. And I'm going to give Eric Bogosian a 40% chance of beating Brad Pitt. Eric Bogosian from... Uh, from Uncut Gems. He's, okay. the, uh, he's the brother. Oh, the okay. brother. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, and the guy that I mistook for Sidney Pollock in uh, uh, that horrible, horrible movie that we watched. See, I will... Um, I, 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 I remember the quote, but I cannot remember. Which uh, quote? Eyes Wide Shut? I watch out. There yeah, we okay. go. Bam. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> hey, <laughs> I do. I do agree with you that this is a very weak category, which is why I think Brad Pitt's gonna just run away with I mean, it. Maybe yeah. Anthony Hopkins um, is great. The Two Popes. I haven't seen that yet. He is. Sure. Re- he is really. He, he was gonna be my person to kick out until I watched the Two Popes. I do think Jonathan Price was better. Was the better Pope of the two uh, Popes, but um, Anthony Hopkins uh, was very. I mean, he's Anthony Hopkins, so. He's, yeah. he's good but uh i would personally i i am of the opinion um that if a movie has one person nominated <laughs> for a category then that person gets the nomination and the uh, anybody else in that movie is taken out i do sure. i dislike when you waste two supporting actor spots on one movie so i'm kicking out someone from the irishman and as i've already said i personally think joe pesci was better than al pacino okay so i'm taking al pacino out and uh, I am putting in, um, uh, let me, uh, remind me of his name, Kang Ho Song from Parasite as okay. the supporting actor. That is the father. 
Oh, the father. Okay. Yeah. Who, would oh, we, see, would, who would we say is main actor there? Would, it, would that be the son? I, I guess true. it does revolve around I, I the son I do want him start. in there, but I don't know if I consider him like a lead or not. See, with, with, with a movie like that, there almost isn't a lead. Yeah. It's the thing. Like, it's kind of one of those weird movies. Kind of like Lion from the Oscars a few years ago. Like, I think <laughs> the, De- the Dev Patel yeah, movie? Yeah, I think Dev Patel was nominated for supporting actor for in the Golden Globes. Sure. Even though it's a movie surrounding him, but, you know, half the movie is him as a child and half the movie is him as an adult. So is there really a lead if the movie split like that? Like, yeah. It, that's kind of how I feel with Parasite. I didn't really feel like there was a main. Yeah, that was tough. I mean, and I, I would say if we, if, like, I had to pick a main, I would probably think of it as... God, part of me wants to think of it as the, as the father because by the end of the movie, the action is really revolving around him. Yeah, at the but, beginning, it's more focused on the son, though. Yes, it's a thing. So I, I, I yeah. agree. So if if we're talking about um, if we're talking about the father there as a supporting actor, then yeah, I, I would probably pull Tom and, from this category and put Kang Ho Song in there. Mm-hmm. That's why there's some um, some like I don't know if the Critic Choice Award or something. Some of the other award shows have things that's like best ensemble yeah which i appreciate for movies like this that would be like, nice yeah i feel like there's like five people in this movie that are really good but you can't really say who's the lead yeah. yeah and also with movies like parasite i you get to submit your contention for and you get to pick what category you're submitting it for so uh, you see a lot of times where you see someone being nominated for best supporting actor where it's like are they really just a supporting or are they lead but it, i think it's more of a strategic thing where like they qualify for the supporting actor and the lead actor, but they think it's easier to win as a supporting actor based on who's nominated. So okay. um, I could see if he would have gotten a nomination being for supporting actor. And I think he would have probably been, especially compared to the other four people here, probably the one person who may have been able to take down Brad Pitt. Yeah. I mean, other people from that movie I'd say would be solid choices for a supporting actor. I think everyone in the movie was good, but I mm-hmm. think Mr. Park, the, uh, the, the, yeah, the the rich the rich father. Yeah, he he was great, and I don't think they would ever get the nomination. But the guy who was living in the basement, man, he played <laughs> that fucking part. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's true. He, he all, went he, he went, went hard. He, he went all in on that one. Spooky guy. Um, but I will I I will say I I do think Brad Pitt is definitely deserving of this one, especially because Brad Pitt has never actually won an acting Oscar before, mm-hmm. which is shocking considering how big Brad Pitt is in the world of acting. But yeah. I will say, I do think this is Brad Pitt. In my opinion, I think it's his best role. Okay. Um, um yeah, I, I, I don't know. I'd have to go through, through all his movies to I mean, really he think was, about what his best role is, but I, I, I would not be, I'm not going to be upset if he wins this. Mm-hmm. I, I like, I was talking about earlier about nomination for scene of the year. I think, uh, that ending scene okay. where he's on acid. I'm not going to spoil anything for those of you who haven't seen it, but oh my God, that's so great. So, so, so good. He did play Brad that Pitt, very well. Brad Pitt needs to be on acid in more films because that was a plus. a plus. As great as he played that though, I think my favorite scene in that movie has got to be the, uh, the scene at, uh, you know, the fun times at the uh, Manson family ranch. Him, <laughs> yes. him. It's true. I mean, there's uh, there, was, there was a lot of tension in there. There was scene. good tension Jeez. there. There was a lot of good like conflict as the whole thing went on. And I don't know. It was it was a it was a whole fun sequence. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on to best actress. Uh, we are getting. Uh, we have Cynthia Arivo from Harriet, Scarlett Johansson from Marriage Story, Saoirse Ronan from Little Women, Charlize Theron from Bombshell, and Renee Zellweger from Judy. 
once again, very little use in this category. I have seen <laughs> Marriage Story. Although, again, from everything I've heard about Little Women, uh, I think that that is also like Cersei? Cersei? Cersei. Cersei Ronan. Cersei. Cersei Ronan. Shushi. Shushi. Cerise? Cersha. Cersha Ronan. Sorry. Cersei Ronan. Cersei. I mean. Cersei Ronan. I. Hopefully I'll have seen this movie before the Oscars actually happen. Um, but from everything that I've heard, her performance is great. The whole movie's great. And mm-hmm. the, it should be a solid pick for this. Um, but again, I, I can't fault Scarlett Johansson and Marriage Story. It was really a great performance there. Yeah, and like I, like I said earlier, I'm not a huge fan of Scarlett Johansson in general. And I don't know, there's, there's something about... Like I've said this before with Jennifer Lawrence too. Jennifer Lawrence, Scarlett Johansson, I consider similar to me, where it's like they're they they're like really big name actresses who I personally don't think are very strong actresses. Mm-hmm. But both of them have come out with movies that have kind of shaken my perspective on that marriage story for Scarlett Johansson and then Mother for Jennifer Lawrence. And I think, I don't know, yeah, might be an up an uptick in my opinion of these women if they can keep that up. Yeah. Um, well, and then I've also got this problem where uh, Cynthia Erivo's performance is also supposed to be really good. Yeah, I have not seen Harry yet, yeah. And uh, again, this is a problem with I just need to see more of these movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I don't think I'm really, I don't think I'd be unhappy if any of those three won. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that'd be a, and again, I'm going off hearsay on a couple of these, but it really does seem like at least those three are all solid choices. I've heard Renee Zellweger's Great and Judy, too. And uh, she's probably going to be the winner of this one as well, from everything I've heard. Really? Renee Zellweger is Ugh. the odds-on favorite for winning Best Actress. Yeah, so. but they did okay. that same thing last year with The Wife. And then, that is uh, true. That is true. I mean, Olivia you know, just... Holman cleaned up yeah. and gave the best Oscar speech of all time. Yeah, I mean, just being the favorite doesn't mean you're going to win it, but... Uh, yeah. But the from... favorite? <laughs> that was a great movie. <laughs> uh, it should have won more. Uh, anyway, I refuse to see Judy Bob Scheller Harriet's. Um, okay. I endorse Scarlett Johansson in Marriage Story winning. Okay. And I do not endorse Scarlett Johansson and Jojo Rabbit being nominated. All right. Uh, I am, I personally, I would be happy if Scarlett Johansson won. I think Saoirse Ronan is probably the one I want to win. Mm-hmm. Cersei Ronan? Saoirse Ronan, yes. Um, sure she. She's, she's actually already been nominated, I think, for four Oscars, and she's like 22, 23, like super young, but um, she hasn't won one yet, and I think... If she didn't get one for Lady Bird last year, she should get one for Little Women this year. But, like I said, I believe from every what everyone's saying online, Renee Zellweger is probably going to be the winner. But, who knows, we could see upsets are also part of Oscars. So, yeah. um, if Scarlett Johansson or Saoirse Ronan upset Renee Zellweger, I'd be happy. Also, why, why, why is Charlize Theron nominated for Bombshell? She was not good. Got the lead in us. Yeah, I, I, I would definitely want to see in this category. Yeah, Lupita L- Nyong'o. Lupita Nyong'o. Mm-hmm. I could also make known as Miles Kanata. Yeah, Aquafina from The Farewell is another one that I would put in. Yeah, um, you're right. I know what Lupita in here. I'm kicking Renee Zellweger out. Suck it, Renee. <laughs> uh, I'll also say I know y'all haven't seen it, and I knew she wasn't going to get nominated because it's not. A lot of people didn't see this one, but Elizabeth Moss and her smell is my number one performance, male or female, of the, the year. The name of that film concerns me. You would like it. It's about uh, it's about a punk, an all-female punk band. Oh, okay. Or she's the lead singer, and it's about her like descent into punk band 
you know punkness yeah, d- d- yeah the drugs okay. and alcohol and she has a kid and all that stuff and the almost the entire movie is like um, a good portion of the movie is a close-up shot on her and her performance is okay. a, a plus and i'm sad that it didn't get enough buzz to really ever be in contention for getting a nomination because i think she definitely i think she deserved not only to be nominated but to win because yeah. it's my favorite performance of the year from anybody personally so but i knew she wasn't getting nominated but uh other people who had a realistic chance of getting nominated we've aquafina and lupita nyong'o i think both of those ladies deserved nomination sorry charlize there and renee zellweger and cynthia arrivo i haven't seen two of those movies so y'all are just getting kicked out because i've seen two other movies so there's that um but yeah any other Actresses you want to throw out there? I um, no, I don't think so. I got my three out of the way. My three that I'm very upset didn't didn't get nominated. You know, yeah, I, I, I don't know if this would count as a leading role, but the uh, the villain from Doctor Sleep also did really well. I don't know okay. if I would put her high enough to never caught to up with Doctor Sleep. Doctor Sleep was really good. I yeah, yeah, and it was I, very good. I don't think I would give Florence Pugh one for Midsummer. Okay. She had some good moments in I that. Don't yeah, I don't think agree. I would give her a nomination for that. She was very good. This was a big year for Florence Pugh. I'm going to be watching watching out for movies with her. And um, Unfortunately, I think the only movie she's going to be in next year is the Black Widow movie, which I'll see because it's Marvel, but I don't have super high hopes for the acting quality. Yeah. Like, you know, I don't really think it's going to be an Oscar-level performance from Florence Pugh and Ooh. Black Widow. You know, uh, this was not a lead actress, but uh, also uh, Julia Fox from Uncut Gems. She mm. was the girlfriend okay. as for, opposed to the wife of Adam yeah, Sandler. For supporting actress. Uh, yeah, she was really mm. good and she's new. Yeah, um, I felt like she was incredibly good in that role, actually. Yeah. Um, so I would probably boot out somebody. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, who would boot out that? Scarlett Johansson and Jojo Rabbit. There you go. Done. Yeah, yeah that, that was an interesting nomination for Scarlett Johansson in that. I feel like she wasn't really in it very much and she wasn't in it a lot i feel like i, I feel know. like thomas and mckenzie I have a weird relationship with that movie thomas and mckenzie the the jewish the girl, girl. The yeah i feel like <laughs> the girl in the cabinet the girl <laughs> living in the attic yeah i feel like i feel like she probably may have deserved it even more than yeah than probably so i mean there's definitely a couple of standout scenes for scarlett johansson and i thought that her character was a stronger point of the movie mm. i just i don't know i just didn't really hit oscar stuff for me yeah. Maybe that's my bias. I tend to like really serious talky dramas for mm-hmm. Oscar roles. Yeah. Uh, all right. So best actor in a leading role. We've got Antonio Banderas for Pain and Glory. Leonardo DiCaprio for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Adam Driver for Marriage Story. Joaquin Phoenix for Joker. And Jonathan Price for The Two Popes. All right, boys. I'm full of hot takes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, take. I'm going to kick Leonardo DiCaprio out. I'm actually with you on that. I'm going to replace uh, him with Adam Sandler. Yeah, you know what? I would. Um, I'm on board. For, I'm on board for that. Um, I have not seen Pain and Glory, but from everything I've heard, Antonio Banderas is phenomenal in it. Yeah, no one says and it's good. of the other four, Leonardo DiCaprio is the weakest of the four. So yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm on board with that. Adam Sandler for Uncut Gems should have been nominated. I'm actually. That's probably outside of a director snub. We're going to get to. That's the one I'm most surprised did not get nominated. I feel like that one was such an easy nomination. 
sure to give because he uh, he was so good in that but i think I th- there's also some inherent bias against adam yeah, sandler there's the adam sandler stigma i guess but uh that's bullshit and should not come into play because he was fantastic in our country hi dogs hi um Wait, there's dogs here how can you tell intrepid listener so uh so we uh we got your we got your snub andrew who do you, who do you want to win and who do you think is gonna win um who do i think is gonna win adam sandler and uncut gems well uh, he's not even nominated it's gonna be tough to do um boy you know what i want adam driver to win um i could see this going many ways i feel mm-hmm. like joker has enough nominations that they might want to give it something other than like hair and makeup and uh, joaquin was quite good mm-hmm. so i could see that happening um, especially because, again, this is, you know, no shade to anyone who thought one way or another about that movie. But uh, I feel like with Green Book, there was like a little bit of an attitude with some Academy people that it's like, no, I like this and I'm allowed to like it. So fuck you. Um, <laughs> so I wonder if Joker might get a little bit of that same um, old angry man vote. Sure. Um, uh, and like, I can see Jonathan Price win. Antonio Banderas, everyone has said that that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you'll get weird wins like that where it's like, oh, here's a movie that I couldn't possibly have seen no matter how hard I tried. Uh, Although it is so. actually available for rent and purchase now. So I'm actually probably okay. going to try it. I'm probably not going to go out of my way to see Richard Jewell, but I probably will try and go out of my way to uh, to see Pain and Glory just because of all the good things I've heard about it. Plus, Pain and Glory is also nominated for International Feature. Has zero chance in hell because Parasite is also nominated for Best Parasite. International Feature. I think that one's probably the most... Yeah. Um, complete gap in terms of favorite mm-hmm. versus everybody else so uh yeah so i have no solid prediction but adam driver would be my hope okay. um i am in agreement for that i think adam driver should win this one but um i'm going to go with the favorite right now to win because i think he probably will win uh walking phoenix's favorite yeah. to win um which i would be okay with i think he was by far the best part of that movie. I think he's the reason he's the reason why I enjoyed that movie was entirely his performance. And if he wasn't in there and didn't give that performance, it would have been bad. So um, some people still think it's bad. Somebody at this table still thinks it's bad. Yeah, no. Um, Okay. So, so my thing with the Joker isn't even like, I've heard people who loved it and I've heard people who hated it. And mm -hmm. at the end of the day, when it comes down to it, I kind of just nothing the movie, but the the best part about it, the thing that makes it watchable, is definitely Joaquin Phoenix's performance. I wouldn't I wouldn't be upset if he won Best Actor for this because mm-hmm. he carried that movie. He really did. Yeah. Um. And it, I'm torn between him and Adam Driver on this. Um. Leo, I like Leo, but I he wasn't the he wasn't the the selling point of that movie. Right. That was definitely Brad Pitt. Like Brad Pitt definitely yeah. kind of acted circles around Leo. I mean, Leo had some great moments. I like that moment when um it's probably my favorite one of my favorite scenes outside of, you know, the Brad Pitt on acid scene, of course. Um mm-hmm. and the 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 Manson Ranch was also a yeah. A plus scene, but uh, the one where he's acting with the little girl. Yeah, that was really good. Where he has his little breakdown and then mm-hmm. goes in and she tells him that's the best acting to ever. That, that's so good. The acting within that, the, the acting within the acting scene was, yeah. it was very know. meta, but it, yeah. it was very good. It was, that was that was hit. That was Leo's best moment in yeah. that film for me. But uh, no, like I said, I would even kick Leo out of this category to make room for Adam Sandler. Um, okay, so that kind of shows my opinion on yeah the other people surrounding Leo over mm-hmm. him um jonathan price was very very good in two popes but uh, i just don't know if that one got enough attention to really make him give him a push um and also adam driver and joaquin phoenix were both s- both, both really good absolutely so fantastic um but yeah no i actually think um 
we actually had a pretty strong actor category this year um yeah take out leo add an adam sandler it would have been perfect in my opinion so see i haven't seen uncut gems i know that's a problem and i really should because again it's one of those movies that i've only heard good things about give you a heart attack no, no. uh <laughs> give you an anxiety attack actually <laughs> is more accurate but i would still I, I think i would actually pull leo in favor of and i've already mentioned this movie once but i think i'd pull him in favor of ewan mcgregor from uh dr sleep his, oh, I love that. His performance is really good. And that's, I know that's definitely a hot take. That's definitely a hot take. I don't think Dr. Know, Sleep got any great. buzz. No, no, it, it didn't. But no. it was it was a very good movie. I mean, it doesn't help that it's horror, right? Horror really doesn't do More that More well. populist genre I mean, movies. Yeah, I mean, but, but like, it, I don't even know if I would call it a populist genre movie. It kind of was because it's Stephen has, King. and it's got appeal, you know. It's got the broad appeal because it's connected to like The Shining. But like... The Shining. Yes. But Ewan Shining. McGregor was absolutely fantastic in that movie. I would fuck him. Oh, 100%. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, On that note, let's move on to Best Director. We've got Martin Scorsese for The Irishman, Todd Phillips for Joker, Sam Mendes for 1917, Quentin Tarantino for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Bong Joon-ho for Parasite. Parasites. We get it. You like Parasite. (laughs) Yeah, Parasite's going to be both my hope and uh, prediction as well here in this category. I, I, I liked... And like I said, I I was very I very much felt uh, felt more or less nothing about Joker, uh, but 1917, The Irishman, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, all all had some very phenomenal aspects to them. But I just I don't know. Nothing this past year hit me like Parasite. Mm-hmm. I honestly think that that a lot of the movies that I've seen this last year have suffered in my opinion of them because i saw parasite fair enough um i'm gonna go ahead and start with my snubs to get them out of the way sure i've got some opinions here um so should say all male directors Mm -hmm. um that's been a big issue with uh the movie industry the academy and the movie industry as a whole is um there's not a lot of female directors, and when we have good female directors, they're usually not recognized by the Academy. And we had two great female directors this year with Lulu Wong for um, The Farewell and Greta Gerwig for Little Women. I would kick Todd Phillips the hell out of this category. Why is he nominated? Yeah. Greta Gerwig should be nominated for Little Women. And you know what? I don't know if I'm allowed to do this. I'm going to kick out Martin Scorsese okay. for Noah Baumbach for marriage story okay i think we need to get that couple that that power directing couple no i like it i agree i think we should kick martin scorsese out just for complaining about marvel movies all being the same (laughs) and then making a three hour long gangster (laughs) movie with all the actors that he's worked with in the past you know what i'm on board with that uh i will also (laughs) throw out um i don't know if i'd replace sam mendes bong joon ho or quentin tarantino with the safety brothers for uncut gems but i give them an honorable mention I would probably um, replace Mindy's. Mindy's, yeah. If I had to pick. Um, I agree that they should be in there, too. Now, so this one, this and Best Picture, um, it kind of seems like sometimes they're not one and the same. A mm-hmm. lot of times, I feel like sometimes if someone doesn't win Best Picture, they'll give them Best Director. Um, and I was going back and forth between Parasite and 1917 on who would get Director and who would get Picture. And I think I've decided, I think... Um, and this is kind of kind of spoil my pick for best picture, but I think Sam Mendes is going to win for best director. Okay. I think 1917 is a cinematography 
editing and directing masterpiece. Mm-hmm. And the, but all around as a movie, Parasite is better. Yeah, the the it's, story with 1917 is a little on the generic side. It's on it's, the generic side. Um, I did think the main actor in 1917 was very good. Mm-hmm. But, um, I mean, acting wasn't necessarily super important for that movie to do what it wanted to do. Um, and outside of him, it was really just a, oh, here's another big British actor for 30 seconds to move the plot along. And yeah. Like I don't know. I I think I think if uh, 19, I think nineteen seventeen, which is favored to win best picture and best director as of this recording, I think it's going to win best director. Do not think it's going to win best picture, even if it's favorited. So okay, that's my choice here. And I do have to say, I, I think it, I think it deserves some awards, if for nothing else. That that opening scene in the trenches mm-hmm. it was really good. Great with the tension. Great everything about that. Yeah. Um, I will. Uh, I will say, never count out Martin Scorsese and Quentin Tarantino. No, big names. I uh... I would be unhappy, especially with if Scorsese won. I would be less unhappy if Tarantino won because I love Tarantino. But I would not be shocked if either one of those guys kind of came in mm-hmm. at the eleventh hour and got that Oscar win. But I do think it's really a two-way battle between Sam Mendes and Bong Joon Ho. Yeah, um, kind of a toss-up to me which one's going to win. I think they're going to give it to Sam Mendes personally. But if Bong Joon Ho gets it, that's fine too. So. Yeah, I think my I think the biggest disappointments di- ah, disappointments for me in this category would come from you know, Scorsese or Phillips. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, uh, so before we get to best picture, um, there's obviously a lot of categories we didn't talk about. Um, I was just going to throw out, see if any of y'all had any strong opinions about the technical categories or international feature, animated feature, any of that stuff. Uh, Uh, international feature parasite. Yeah. Um, I will, I will just mention, we do have some, a couple categories that have, what a honeyland hater we got over here. I mean, (laughs) he's like, who cares about North Macedonian bee farmers? (laughs) I yeah, do. Who, who cares? I do. <laughs> you know what? I'm sure they're great. Uh, I will. I will point out we do have two categories that have pretty much already been won. They might as well just mail them the Oscars so they don't have, can stay home that day. Uh, Roger Deakins cinematography for 1917. I think is a g- enormous favorite to win that. Um, Roger Deakins is best cinematographer ever, and this was his masterpiece. So it would be. I would be flabbergasted if anyone else won that. Um, also, Parasite for international feature, it's pretty much won already. Like, yeah. I just that would be the upset of the century. I that mean, would be a 16 seed beating the one seed in basketball. Well, yeah, if if you've got an international film that's also on the best picture list, like how? Yeah, best how? best picture, best directors. Yeah, so many different Oscars, Oscar noms, but uh. Yeah, no, those two are pretty much done. Um, I will also say, if uh, 1917 doesn't win the sound categories, I would be pretty shocked as well. Yeah, probably so. Uh, um, I don't know. I wish I could give some opinions on the short films, but we haven't seen them yet. Yeah, well, uh, well maybe we can tack something on. I mean, I think it'll be kind of too late for that. Probably. Oscars will be over by the time we got it posted. But probably, um, yeah, we'll definitely have opinions on the short films that you guys will not hear because, uh, yeah. Um, I'll, I'll, you know what? We'll post them to the Twitter. There you go. We can always do an Oscar reaction episode. We could, I mean, we could there, is, there is that too. Just push, push whatever, 47 Ronin, yeah. Last Samurai, push that back a couple <laughs> weeks. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. 
No. Uh, um, let's see. We also okay. So let's go ahead and get into best picture uh, nominees for that. We have all nine nominees this year. Sometimes they shortchange it a little bit, but this time we have Ford v Ferrari, The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women. Uh, 1917, Marriage Story, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Parasite. All right, so I think I would be disappointed if Ford v. Ferrari, The Irishman, or Joker won this. Obviously, I'm going to go with Parasite here. It is it is my big favorite. That's pretty surprising. I know. I, like you uh, haven't really talked about your love for Parasite. It's so. really inconsistent Wait, with everything I've Parasite? said so far. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know you saw it. I know it's it's weird, um, but I, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be upset if say Marriage Story won. Um, I I don't I would I wouldn't really be there for 1917 winning, but I I don't know. It's not it's not one of those that I think I could. I could say should be replaced in this category. Yeah. Um, Like I kind of spoiled already, my pick to win is Parasite. I also feel like that's the one that deserves to win. That was my favorite film of the year. Um, But I would not be surprised if 1917 won. Um, And I'll give some uh, a dark horse to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and The Irishman, just because it's Tarantino and Scorsese. Mm -hmm. And like I said in the directing category, the same for Best Picture. Don't count those two out because i mean once upon a time in hollywood we've talked about you know hollywood loves movies about hollywood and that yeah. is a movie about hollywood it's in the it's in the name so it's you know called hollywood yeah okay. hollywood um i don't think marriage story or little women really have a realistic chance which is disappointing because those are also probably both in my top 10 films of the year along with parasite and once upon a time in hollywood probably also cracks that as well um as far as snubs go for me we've already talked about a few of them um, oh, you know what? Before we do this, I cannot believe I didn't say this. Uh-huh. I forgot a snub for Best Supporting Actor, Willem Dafoe, for The Lighthouse. <laughs> I know, Andrew, you weren't quite with The Lighthouse as much as I was, yes. but Willem Dafoe was Not. great in that movie. I mean, he had a lot of big acting in that movie. He did. I, I, I would put him in there. Um, some people would say the big acting isn't always the best acting. I mean, that's, and some that's people fair. are Nicolas Cage fans. Well, yeah. <laughs> okay, I wouldn't. He wasn't that big. <laughs> he was big, but he wasn't quite that big. But, uh, anyways, for, for my snubs, I would kick out Ford v Ferrari for Uncut Gems. Yeah, I'd kick out Joker for The Farewell. Um, and I mean, consistent with with what I pulled in earlier, I think I uh, replace uh, Joker with Us. But, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, Us is another one I considered. Um, the Lighthouse is another one that I considered. Um, kind of surprised The Lighthouse didn't get very much buzz. I think it only got, I think it got maybe a cinematography. I think Oscar. the Lighthouse. It did. It did I think the Lighthouse would be hilarious if it won Best Picture and America <laughs> went out to see that movie. They would all be so mad at what it was. Oh, it, <laughs> They'd be like, "What the fuck are the Oscars talking about?" It definitely would this not have would not movie have won. Shot uh, in a weird aspect ratio in black and white <laughs> about two crazy sailors trapped on an island with each other. That sounds amazing. I don't know what you're talking about. like jerking off with a squid monster. (laughs) (laughs) It's great. I would love for this to win Best Picture. I just Uh, talked to my parents. Just be like, hey, did you guys go see the Best Picture this year? (laughs) What'd you think? Uh, Anyways, Andrew, what's... uh, 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 I'm kicking out Jojo Rabbit, Ford v. Ferrari. I'm putting in Uncut Gems and The Farewell. 
right. Done. All right. Uh, I want, uh, I don't fucking know, Parasite, I guess, to win. Nice. Uh, it's just a bit It's just a bit over Marriage Story for me. Those are real, like, okay. close one-twos for me. I think I've been convinced that Parasite is slightly more interesting, and it really delivers in a lot of categories. You mm-hmm. know, it's got, like, mm-hmm. truly excellent production design and photography and cinematography and acting and writing and the score's good and it genre blends just perfectly too i, I don't know yeah. like there's so many things that i love built into that movie it's oh, it's so good yeah so i'm gonna it's say so parasite but my prediction is i don't know something stupid like joker or for four v ferrari <laughs> probably we're into actually you know what 1917 is my prediction that's my real prediction i think that perfectly yeah. blends like and I thought 1917 was great. But I'm just saying, if you're the kind of like boring old dad who like votes for Green Book because you're mad at the world, sure, you can get sure. on board with 1917. Yeah. And then if you also love, you know, beautiful, sincere movies that are artfully made, you can get on board with 1917. So I think it probably has a good chance of uniting us. Yeah. And like I was saying, I think director and best picture are going to split this year. And I think uh, it's going to be 1917 and Parasite are going to split. Which one wins what is really anyone's call. I think Parasite is going to get uh, Best Picture would actually actually be a pretty big deal, a foreign film winning mm-hmm. Best Picture. I don't know if that's happened. It might have happened once. It's happened once. Okay, so it's not a common thing. It's another thing that I think is keeping Parasite from winning screenplay. It's a foreign language film winning screenplay just doesn't seem par for the course for the Academy. Yeah. Um also, it's not a very dialogue-heavy film. It's more about the atmosphere. Although the, uh, di- when the dialogue I mean, comes hey, through, it's so good. Uh, I mean, the dialogue's great, but uh, I feel like those screenplay ones really go to those dialogue-heavy movies a little bit more. Um, yeah. But honestly, the Academy just baffles me, um, <laughs> both in terms of who they nominate and who they leave out, and in terms of who wins. Like, Green Book? Really? Really? Green Book? That just... Where? Where did that come from? Ah. Oh. I'm still like the Oscar. Like we've talked about this, Mason. Yeah. How you you wonder why I watch the Oscars because it just pisses me off. <laughs> really, it just seems to anger all of all of you who seem to uh, care about these things. It's the same so. reason we all follow politics. Oh, okay. Um, uh, you know what? There it is. I get it. Yeah. It's the it's the brain worms. We just can't stop. Um, also, shout out to Bong Joon Ho, who I think I could be saying this wrong, but uh, I'm pretty sure that at some point earlier, like with a different movie, he was interviewed about not being nominated for an Oscar. Or not winning, and he was just like, "Well, I'm not going to be too upset about like not winning at a local award show or something." Uh, <laughs> just, I love the oh, big dick shit. energy there. So oh god! I hope that guy wins for no, something. That's amazing, and I love it. And also, if you haven't watched Snowpiercer, watch Snowpiercer. Yeah. Also, if you really, also, li- also if you really liked Bong Joon Ho and uh, what's his name, uh, Kang Ho Song, mm-hmm. apparently they were in another movie. They did a, another collaboration called The Host, which. I did not see, but from what I've heard, it's really good. And I like, after seeing Parasite, I'm all on board for more Bong Joon-ho and King Ho Song yeah. collaborations. So uh, I will recommend that even though I haven't seen it. I'm recommending it to myself. Nice. Um, so there you go. Cool. <laughs> but if you like Chris Evan and Evans and Trains, Snowpiercer. Yeah, Snowpiercer is a good one too. But uh, And very, very blatant class conflicts. All right. Uh, I suppose that's all we have on the Oscars, unless y'all have any last minute, uh, last minute hot takes or anything. Nope. Nope. Time for trivia. 
Cool. Uh, there's no trivia. This is just a bonus episode. All right. Were there two women in the Oscars? Oh, my God. Uh, I don't no, know yet. there was zero for director. <laughs> did they talk to each other? Yeah, the uh, the best director category did not pass the Bechdel test. Olivia Colman talked to Meryl Streep last year, so. Oh, all right. Oh, there you go. Oh, she did. Oh, that was, that was the most wholesome moment. So good. It was, yeah. Oh. oh, go watch The Favorite. People. The favorite was good too. Yeah, another good one. The good one that I haven't actually revisited since we saw it in theaters, but I need to. I haven't either, it again. but it, it was fantastic all the way through. Uh, well, yeah. So um, next time you hear from us, might be it'll either be our uh, either be our gold member episode, or we may do an Oscar uh, an Oscar um, uh, reaction uh, yeah. that may come out before. Uh, I'm not sure. Just keep a uh, keep following our. Uh, twitter and facebook and stuff and our website and everything and uh yeah that's all we got for today so this has been cruising it